Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hello, and welcome to Mark My Words. Today, I'm going to talk about the hidden costs of property finance.、Um, there are various different forms of property finance, but I'm going to talk about the main three.、Uh, we've got development finance, we've got bridging finance, and we've got long-term investment finance.、Um, so, to start off with. Bridging finance. Lots of people will use this on properties where there might not be any income. If it's a development, there might not be any sort of planning consent.、Um, so therefore, you know, traditional investment mortgages or buy-to-let mortgages or development mortgages、um, are not、um, available for this sort of property.、Um, bridging finance is usually available on any sort of property, and it's really just based on the loan to value. So you might get bridging finance on a first charge basis up to maybe seventy percent, something like that.、Um, but it is a lot more expensive now. Often bridging finance companies will get you in,、um, you know, on the sort of、um, teaser of maybe point five, point six percent per month, something like that. But in my experience, every time I've taken bridging finance, by the time it comes to exchange. They found reasons to get it to a level、um, whereby it's more like one percent a month, and then when you add in all the arrangement fees, the exit fees, the extra sort of solicitors' costs, which I'm sure they're making commissions out of, and, and the brokers' fees,、um, and the surveyors' fees,、um, I think you're paying more like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen percent plus on an annualised basis. So. Just be aware of that. Lots of bridging companies、um, operate on a sort of bridge to own basis because lots of bridging、uh, loans fail、uh, and the properties get repossessed and they end up with cheap properties.、Um, I think another critical area to look at with、um, finance is the,、um, and, and this is really specific to investment finance, is the length of the deal. Versus the arrangement fee versus the interest rate. So often, I get people coming to me saying,、um, "I've got this mortgage. It's a really low rate, isn't it? Great, but it's only a two-year deal,、um, and you, you really need to look at everything in the round." So, let's say you've got a two-year buy-to-let loan, and they're offering at a rate of three、um, percent, and maybe the arrangement fee was one percent,、um, but you've got a, the alternative of a five-year. Um, fixed rate loan、uh, at two point three percent with the same one percent arrangement fee. Well, I would take that one percent arrangement fee and divide it by five years,、um, so you get point two percent. I'd add that onto the annual interest rate,、um, which I think I just said was two point two or two point three percent. Therefore, giving you two point two two point five percent as an annualised.、Um, Interest rate, including the arrangement fee, and then I would also、um, look at the fact that it's sort of fixed rate versus a variable rate.、Um, now, clearly, with fixed rates,、um, they're generally always more expensive、um, because effectively it's like an insurance policy、um, against interest rate rises.、Uh, 
Uh, and if I look back over time, uh, the fixed rates we've taken out have always ended up being more expensive than the variable rates. But you could say, you know, the last 15 years I've been in this, uh, most of the time interest rates have gone down. The Bank of England base rate has gone down. Um, but generally speaking, you know, the markets aren't stupid. They're offering fixed rates at a premium to the expected average interest rate that is going to be you're going to be charged during the term of that mortgage. Um, so I generally prefer variable rate mortgages, but I find that fixed rates are, you know, if you've got a lot of debt, it's going to get you into trouble for a period if interest rates shoot up. Um, then you know they can be a good insurance policy, but you need to pay pay for that. Um, so look at the length of the deal, add the arrangement fee on. There I just gave the example of the five year fix, um, which you know you you um, you could add the um, arrangement fee on divide divided by five, add it on. So you've got a sort of 0.2% added on to the interest rate. If you took the two year deal and there was a one percent um, arrangement fee clearly that's half a percent um, of the arrangement fee um, so one percent divided by the two years that you need to add on to the interest rate so if you're paying an interest rate of maybe uh, let's say two percent um, that then takes it up to an all-in rate of two and a half percent per annum um, so that actually might be more expensive than the five-year uh, example that I gave so just to sort of bring it all in the round and, and, and work it out um, also look at any exit fees. On investment loans, they generally aren't. Bridging loans, there can be maybe one, two percent. Um, with development finance, and that's the sort of finance that you'll be taking out to develop properties um, and maybe com convert commercial buildings, um, there can be an exit fee. And sometimes it's not a percentage of the loan, it's actually a percentage of the gross development value of the project, uh, which can be very, very significant. So just be very mindful of that. Um, and clearly, um, if you're going to be doing stuff that's a little bit outside the box, maybe you're doing a large HMO or maybe you're doing something that traditionally buy-to-let lenders won't let you do or commercial lenders uh, maybe it's a little bit small for them because uh, they will let you commercial lenders you know the high street sort of lloyds um hsbc handles bank and those sorts will let you do almost all deals but maybe they'll they'll reduce the loan to value so lots of people will head then towards a sort of shawbrook or Aldermore or maybe precise um or interbay type product um now you know, they can be good on smaller deals that are outside the box, but they can be very expensive. Uh, they might be five, six percent interest. Whereas if you went to, you know, a, a sort of high street commercial bank, they might be doing it at two and a half percent. And if you went to a buy to let lender, maybe similar two and a half, three percent. So just be mindful of that. Do you always want to do out of the box deals or high loan to value deals if it's going to cost you almost double the rate of interest? Because that you know, is a pretty prohibitive thing on a on a, a sort of PL profit and loss or cash flow basis. So just just bear that in mind. Um, cheap vanilla finance, doing vanilla deals that 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 banks like or lower loan to value type deals can save you a lot of money. Um, hope that's given you some value. That's been short, sharp and dirty. Mark Homer for Mark My Words.